Hello, and welcome to the Minimalist Moms Podcast. I'm Diane. I'm a mother of three living in Columbus, Ohio. I'm trying to make room in my life for what matters by getting rid of the clutter and living life with purpose. I hope you'll join me on the journey to think more and do with less. I have a really fun episode for you today. We are going to be talking about thrifted Christmas gift bundles. I know that's a bit of a mouthful, but my friend Whitney Varnow will be joining me to discuss what exactly a thrifted gift bundle is and how exactly she organizes these bundles for her virtual thrift shop. I'll also end the podcast with just a few of my own ideas for creating these bundles on your own. But of course, before we get to the conversation, I will encourage you to leave a rating and review if you haven't done so yet. I know some of you listeners have been listening for quite some time and have yet to leave that rating and review on iTunes. It really is the best way you can help this podcast succeed and grow. So head on over there if you haven't done so yet. Another way to support the podcast is by checking out some of the advertisers that I display here on the show, such as Goodnight Stories for Rebel Girls podcast. Have you been searching for a podcast that the whole family can listen to? What about one that includes positive role models for your daughter? Only 19% of children's books showcase women with jobs or career ambition, and by the age of six, many girls already believe that they are less smart than boys, which we all know is not true. If you are looking for a podcast full of encouragement told from a woman-first perspective, I have one just for you. The award-winning podcast, Goodnight Stories for Rebel Girls, is back with an all-new season. This time you'll meet amazing immigrant women from all over the planet that have changed the world in so many ways, like Carmen Miranda, an acclaimed dancer and movie star from Brazil, or Nora Ayuat Khan, a princess who became a spy. Because positive role models are critical to showing girls what's possible when they dream bigger, the Goodnight Stories for Rebel Girls podcast is a resource for parents and teachers to inspire, educate, and instill confidence in little rebels everywhere. And each one is narrated by incredible women from the worlds of art, music, business, and sports. The new season of the Goodnight Stories for Rebel Girls podcast is here. Give the rebel girl in your life the confidence to dream bigger. Find Goodnight Stories for Rebel Girls wherever you listen to podcasts. I'm actually really curious if any of you have checked out this podcast. I know that a few of you have reached out and said that you really are enjoying it. So let me know because I love to hear it. I only wanted to tell you one other thing before we get into this conversation with Whitney, and that was that I recorded this in my car. Sometimes that's where I have to record these things. It's one of the only quiet places you have when you have three kids in a somewhat small house. Right now I'm recording this introduction actually in my closet. So I am in my car in this interview, and I don't think you can tell too much until my daughter knocks on the door at one point. But I think this has some great information. Do not let that discourage you. I hope that you enjoy this conversation with Whitney. Whitney, thank you so much for joining me today on the Minimalist Moms podcast. Yay, thanks for having me. I'm excited to have you here. You're actually a friend of a friend, but I did find you on your Instagram with your virtual thrift shop, but we'll get more into that here in just a bit, but I'd love to hear a little bit more about you and maybe if you consider yourself a minimalist. Sure. Yeah. My name is Whitney Varnell. Uh, By day, I am the community engagement director at a local anti-human trafficking nonprofit. 
And then on the side, I started running um, a little Instagram thrift account. So uh, it's been it's been a lot. Like that's what my uh, quarantine passion project has been is mm-hmm. this little thrift account. And do I consider myself a minimalist? Probably not. But I do try to be really mindful and intentional about the items that we bring into our home. Mm-hmm. But I don't know if I could boast the label minimalist. Okay, okay. I honestly do think that I would consider you a minimalist or I would consider what you do minimalist because I think any intentionality behind our shopping and what we're bringing into our home and the sustainability aspect, I just, I would just classify that as a minimalist approach to life. So would you say that maybe a simple intentional approach has inspired you to thrift throughout your life? Absolutely. I think it's one of the the factors and that's helpful to hear. Maybe I have a different definition of minimalism because I think when I think minimalist, I think of that documentary that was um, a couple of years ago and like, I really like my Christmas decor and I'm not sure that they would let me have it by their standards. (laughs) But yeah, I think that one of the factors in shopping secondhand for me has been just, yeah, making meaningful purchases uh, and being really mindful of where I shop. And specifically, again, like I mentioned, I work for an anti-trafficking nonprofit. And so we talk a lot about ethical consumerism and sustainability and what that looks like to purchase goods that are good for the environment, good for humans. And that leads me to secondhand. So, uh, yeah, I guess if that goes hand in hand with minimalism, then I will gladly accept the label. Yeah, I think that people do have such a maybe sterile idea of minimalism from maybe from watching that documentary on Netflix and if they follow the minimalists. But I would just say, I do think that my approach is slightly different and I think it really does come down to intentionality. And I know that word is just something it's one that's really overused these days, but I think when we're intentional about what we're bringing in, bringing out, which is something that sounds like you do, I I do think that that's minimalism. So I'm curious to know, though, have you always been someone that has been into thrifting? Because I've I've had someone come on the podcast to discuss the benefits of thrifting in secondhand shops, but I just I'd love to hear more about maybe what inspired that in you, if you've always done that, or when that all began in your life. Yes, I've been thrifting forever. My mom is a huge thrifter, yard sailor. I grew up going to yard sales and uh, she used to call Goodwill her secret store. Mm. Um, and so it's just always been a part of uh, my lifestyle. And it again goes really hand in hand with some of the social issues I'm really passionate about. So uh, it's kind of the best of all the worlds, but thrifting is certainly something I have always said I love. Um, and it's been cool to, that it's turned into something I can share with other people uh, as well. Tell me more about your virtual thrift shop, maybe why you created it, and then we'll talk about the gift bundles after that. Yeah, definitely. Again, like I said, always loved thrifting. It's just, it's been, it's always been a really, I don't know, just an experience for me that's helped me slow down and yeah, just, I enjoy wandering the aisles of a thrift store and looking at the, where things were made and the materials. And that's always just been something that's really restful for me. And I didn't realize it was something I could share with others until just a few years ago, I started following, I think Hawkish Shop was the first account in Columbus that I ever saw that she would find things on marketplace and then fix them up and sell them. 
And I, I remember being like, oh my gosh, I could do that. And I would love to do that. That mm-hmm. would be so, so fun for me. And I've talked to her on the side and she's so wonderful and does what she does really well. Uh, but over the years, I just, I saw that more people were um, able to, to do this. And I had a lot of insecurity because again, it's always been something that I just would love. Like I knew I would adore this, but didn't let myself go there um, just for fear of, I don't know, being more noise in it all, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and then this summer, I just, I don't know, very how I make decisions um, on a whim. I was like, I'm doing it. You know, like, I love this. I think I can bring something to the table. I'm specifically really excited about finding timeless pieces for people. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and uh, being really mindful of the materials and yeah, kind of avoiding trends and choosing things that people could have forever. And so I just did it. I just started the, um, I just got on the Instagram and made another account and I just said, all right, we're doing this. So it's, it was kind of on the fly mm-hmm. and it's grown and been just brought me a ton of joy. Again, I'd say it's my pandemic passion project. So is there something interfering with your happiness? Would you say that something is preventing you from achieving your goals? Mental health has obviously become much more of a topic of conversation these days and just something that we're more comfortable talking about, especially during this time of isolation and loneliness. However, I know there can be a lot of stress associated with trying to find the right healthcare provider. That's where BetterHelp Online Counseling comes into play. With BetterHelp, I personally have been able to see just the ease in which you can receive that care that you're looking for. All I had to do was go onto the website, fill out a survey of what I was looking for, just the topic that I had in mind, and I was all set up with my own personal counselor. The option to just have the counseling session from the privacy of my own home, plus the fact that I didn't have to worry about booking a babysitter just made BetterHelp even more convenient for me. In fact, so many people have been using BetterHelp that they are recruiting additional counselors in all 50 states. So if you've just really struggled with trying to find the right therapist or just someone to talk to in regards to mental health, this is something that I really do recommend. Best of all, it's a truly affordable option and Minimalist Mom listeners get 10% off their first month. I want you to start living a happier life today. So as a listener, you'll get 10% off your first month by visiting betterhelp.com slash minimalist. Join over 1 million people taking charge of their mental health. And again, that's betterhelp.com. H-E-L-P dot com slash minimalist. What I really love, which shout out to my friend Allie who told me to go to your Instagram account and see this, but I really love your gift bundles. That's what you're here to talk about today. So I'll just let you explain maybe what those are, why you thought about doing that, and some examples. I know that's a three-part question, so why don't we take it from explaining what those are? Gift bundles were so fun, and it's, again, one of those things that kind of snowballed for me. So in thinking through gifts and the purpose of gifts, what equals a good gift, and I think I feel a lot of pressure to, that the meaning behind good gifts is a new gift, like a new gift equals a good gift, and I no longer think that's true. I've, uh, I think that a good gift comes for, for a lot of different reasons. I mean, obviously, it's the, the thought behind it, the meaning, but I think Another piece is thinking through the life cycle of an item. 
uh, what's purpose is it's gonna, what purpose is it going to serve mm-hmm. long term? Or because I, I don't know if you've ever received a gift and then you're like, great, you actually got me an errand because now I feel like I, I'm not going to use this item or I just you know things like that. And so I um, always try to be mindful of that when I give a gift. Is what's this going to look like for the person? Is this going to be something that it's just going to be more stuff, or is there there's something else behind it? And especially the holidays, there's a lot of waste with mm-hmm. gifts and so the gift bundles with the thrift the first thing I purchased was the antique ice cream scoop that I found at a barn sale and I I, don't know, I was like I just love this this is so cool I love to think through like all the different ice cream is scooped at one point and I, I hoped that other people could get excited about that but I wasn't sure what that would look like and so I then stumbled upon four uh, little ice cream bowls that I thought looked really great with ice cream scoop just I don't know they would match any base decor really and that just kind of snowballed so finding that little bundle was like oh my gosh I could help people think through gifts to give people and so I had the idea of just giving people some yeah different resources to think through the gifts so I would put together different items and say like maybe you would give this ice cream bundle with a Jenny's gift card or a Crater's gift card and mm-hmm. I have two vintage beer steins that I thought would be really great to give with somebody's favorite six-pack my favorite bundle was the cookie bundle I found a 1950s uh, cookbook that was all cookie and dessert recipes so so cute uh, and that kind of snowballed into finding uh, a wooden spoon and a rolling pin and a cookie scoop and a mammal bowl. And uh, the mama who bought that said that she's really excited to give it to her daughter and get her a little apron, which just warms my heart and is so precious to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I just, those were a couple of examples, but I found a really cool planter and a like a little spray bottle, like a vintage spray bottle that I thought somebody could give to a friend and put a plant in it. So it was kind of like, not just putting together the little bundles to offer people, but they could still personalize it by getting yeah a gift card or a bottle of wine to go with the ice bucket, things like that. So it just kind of snowballed for me. This is just such a unique idea because you're right. People do feel as though they have to get something new or exciting. And it's not a bad thing to want to get someone a gift. It's nice to celebrate someone, especially around the holidays or a birthday. But I like that you're looking at the lifespan of an item. Is this going to be an errand for me? I love that you said that because so often it really does. It's lovely to receive a gift, but it does sometimes just add to what I have to do, whether I'm selling it, whether I'm donating it, whether I'm returning it. So I just think this is such a unique idea and so fun and creative for people to go out to their own secondhand shops and thrift and try and find their own bundles of items that they could creatively put together. I just love it. Absolutely. I I love that. Yeah. You can make your own ice cream bundle. Go to the thrift store and see what you find. Yeah, for sure. Are there any others that you wanted to share with us before we kind of wrap things up here? Again, I love the cookie one. Another one that I I had a couple wooden toy bundles that I found. Um, I separated them into a couple different bundles, which my daughter actually does play with her wooden toy. So I think sometimes I see them on Instagram and I'm like, are people really playing with these? But Mm -hmm. my gal does like them. Uh, But I also found uh, like four vintage cookbooks. And then I built like I found a a really, that was another thing too, is any of the cookware that I found, I wanted it to be something that could go with anybody's decor, right? So the bowls that I found 
wear white and the uh, the wooden utensils. And I just didn't want anything that was going to, I just wanted it to be able to blend in and be able to really easily translate uh, to anybody's home. But I loved the cooking bundle and I had a, a leather ice bucket that was really cool. And I found a corkscrew that I thought could be really fun to give somebody with their favorite bottle of wine. Mm-hmm. I had two coffee table books that were Europe themed. Like one was uh, the most beautiful villages in Ireland and the most beautiful villages in Tuscany. And I actually just wrapped that and got to give it to uh, the person who purchased it yesterday and she's giving it to her mom for Christmas. So mm-hmm. that was fun. I just was like, oh, I love it. This is actually going to um, somebody and that they'll really, they'll really enjoy that. So those were a couple of them, but I do think I have some more ideas for future gifts, but I, I also really like, I found a blanket that was I just really loved the the pattern and mm-hmm. the material. And I, a friend of mine, we always give each other our favorite book that we read that year for a gift. That's kind of what we always do. And so I thought, oh, it'd be so fun to give like this blanket with the book. And then there's a candle company that I love that employs survivors of human trafficking. Uh, and I thought, oh, that would be a perfect bundle. It's like your cozy bundle, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so I just, it definitely snowballed for me. And I just kept going and going. So um, it was really fun. I do hope that other people think through different ideas for their gift giving and maybe even help simplify it for them a little bit. Because I know gift giving can be really overwhelming. You feel pressure to be creative, but yeah. if somebody can be creative for you and then jump on it. <laughs> yes. I just love the little personal individual touches of giving a book, your favorite book of the year, or a cozy candle from someplace that you really love and support. So is there anything else that you want to share with listeners before we wrap this conversation up? Yeah, I think just the last thing that I would really love to share is there are a ton of really awesome resellers in Columbus who have been so kind and generous and supportive of me starting my little shop. And I actually follow a lot of them. So if you follow my Instagram account, you can just go through who I follow and you'll see a lot of different resellers who have their own style and taste. Honestly, it's been the best way for me to shop this year is just through Instagram. And um, I've just been really grateful for the community surrounding reselling in Columbus specifically. But I've also met some friends that are out of state. So it's a great way to support small businesses and real humans and mm-hmm. they've just been really great people and humans to me. So I just wanted to shout out to all of the resellers in Columbus. Yes, absolutely. I have kind of gone down the rabbit hole of individuals that are doing this right now and I have bought a few things from around the country. So I think that if people are curious, I'm sure that you can find a virtual thrift shop in your own town. But if people want to connect with you, where can they find you online? Yes, uh, Instagram.com slash uh, wit v as in Velociraptor thrifts <laughs> is my Instagram account. And I do drops on Thursdays and Sundays, but my next drop will be next Thursday as I have a busy week ahead. So um, that's I have some good stuff coming so that I'm excited to share. Great. Well, as we wrap things up here, I'm going to ask you the two questions that I ask every guest. The first one is, what is something that you're simplifying right now, a.k.a. what is your minimalist moment of the week? I am simplifying my expectations of myself. (laughs) I have been thinking, I have just realized, I think something snapped this week that I put a lot of pressure on myself to do all the things well, to be the ultimate. Somehow I'm trying to work and do childcare and do this little side business and all the other things that come with what a lot of moms and a lot of humans are dealing with right now. Mm -hmm. And I just was 
just giving myself a lot of grace and permission to to stop, just readjust expectations. So, and not in a way that I'm not like doing things, but I just think that I've put a lot on myself and I think it's been a little draining, especially as we go into the holidays. I think it's important to have appropriate expectations as things will likely look very different. Um, but I'm simplifying that. Yeah, that was what I was going to say, especially going into the holiday season. It's always nice to just kind of relax the expectations we put on ourselves. So my last question for you is what is something you can't stop talking about? In my anxiety, I have purchased a lot of skincare products. (laughs) Not a lot, but like I've been picking skincare products that I love. And I actually found this incredible serum from Coco Shop in Columbus. I don't know if you've heard of them. They're like a, um, yeah, they're incredible. So I went, they have like a refillery and all their stuff is like sustainable. But I found this serum that's made from repurposed coffee grounds. Mm -hmm. And it is dreamy in the morning to put a beautiful serum on your skin that smells like coffee. It is everything. And so I have shared that relentlessly over the past couple weeks. I love a good skincare product. I'm not going to lie. That's something I can't stop on. Oh yeah. I'll have to check them out. I'm, I'm trying to figure that out right now. Just into my thirties now. I just think there's like a lot of trial and error when it comes to skincare, but I'm just so sick of the error. I just want to find something that's successful. And they have different shops. Like I think they have one in Louisville and one in Denver. Oh. Um, but I know I ordered um, some stuff online. I think you would probably love this little shop. I went in there and just was like, I'm probably going to have to move in. Well, I'll be sure to put that shop in the show notes for people that are looking to improve their skincare if they are looking to do so as well. So Whitney, I just appreciate your wisdom when it comes to these thrifted gift bundles. Again, I just thought this was such a unique, fun idea, and I hope to inspire people with it. So I appreciate you coming on and sharing a little bit of your creativity in that way. Yeah, this was a ton of fun. Thank you so much. What did you think of the interview with Whitney? I hope that you all enjoyed that as much as I did. Again, I just thought this was such a fun, unique idea that is so personal and unique to give to one another. I'm just I don't know. I just am kind of done with the gift card. I know that gift cards are nice. We all love gift cards, but if we can actually be intentional and creative behind our gift giving, I just would much prefer to do that. So here's a couple of other ideas that I had. I love the idea of gifting someone a pancake breakfast. Okay, stay with me. So you find a vintage bowl, some of the tools, linens, maybe syrup from a local boutique, and then pancake mix. I don't know. Find Kodiak cakes or something. But I thought that would be a fun little gift bundle to give. You could do a wine basket. So throw your favorite bottle of wine into a really cool basket, maybe with some vintage wine glasses that you find or just some fun glasses. I know right now at the holiday season, I'm seeing a lot of people sell these really neat Merry Christmas or Holly glasses that are just really neat and I love them. Another idea I had for kids would be vintage children's toys. I saw, I guess, I don't know if it's considered vintage, but that triangle that they have on the Cracker Barrel tables, I saw someone post that in one of the virtual thrift shops that I follow last night. I thought that was so fun. And then another idea would maybe be a board game, a card game, and then place those inside a cool Pyrex bowl or just another cool bowl that you find at the thrift shop. 
I know right now with COVID, a lot of us aren't going out and that obviously makes this a little bit more difficult. But like I said, if you do a quick search in your area on Instagram of type in like thrifts or vintage, or even if you go to Whitney's page and then look at who she's following, just kind of go through those names and see if someone near you is doing this so you don't have to pay shipping. But otherwise, this is a really cool thing to do nationwide as well. And yeah, you do have to pay the shipping, but usually you're going to get a much better deal on something in these thrift shops online than you would at a Target or even just buying it firsthand somewhere else. So I'm going to leave a list of some of the items that both Whitney and I have mentioned throughout this episode. I'll put those in the show notes for you to go back and kind of sort through. I'd also like to know if you had anything else that you'd like to add to the list. We definitely need to share that with one another on Instagram. So I invite you to keep that conversation going at minimalistmomspodcast.com. There you'll find the links to the Facebook page, the Instagram account, and where you can find me all around the web. Thank you for joining up on this journey. I wish you a lovely week as you think more and do with less.